0: Hey everyone, it's Halls Barks here, and I'm so excited to be talking today with the beautiful Jenna Breslin. Jenna is a professional model, multi-published cover model, certified nutritional therapist, and NASM certified personal trainer based in San Diego, California. Jenna's modeling journey started in 2008. She found her niche with fitness and swimwear when she decided to compete in the NPC competitions and took home six winnings in the bikini division. This inspired her to direct her attention on her ultimate passions such as fitness, nutrition, holistic living, and overall well-being. The fitness industry sparked a huge passion turned career choice, quite different from her previous job working as a pharmaceutical representative for one of the leading drug companies in the world. The most important and valuable part of life for Jana is being healthy on a cellular level. Her belief is that once someone is nourished on a cellular level, then you can't help but obtain a healthy outside and exterior appearance. Jenna follows a micronutrient-dense diet without any gluten, grains, dairy, soy, sugar, caffeine, processed or GMO foods, which fills her diet with organic whole foods. A majority of her time is spent listening to alternative medicine webinars to gather the newest and most up-to-date information to share with family, friends, and clients. Living an active lifestyle out of the gym is just as important for Jana. Some of her favorite activities include walking her dog, hiking, backpacking, biking, tennis, golfing, swimming, and hot yoga. With a passion for travel, she makes it a point to travel to a different part of the world, at least annually. Jana is now living her dream in sunny San Diego, pursuing fitness and swimwear modeling full force. And today we get to talk to her and learn a little bit more about this incredibly inspiring and beautiful rock star. All right, everyone. Today we are talking with the beautiful Jana Breslin. Hi, Jana. Hi, Holly. Thank you for having me. (laughs) How are you doing today? I'm awesome. Thank you.
1: And uh, where are we talking to you from? Uh, I live in San Diego. So um, yeah, I really can't complain.
0: <laughs> Perfect. Is it super sunny there today?
1: Um, You know, it's kind of gloomy now. So oh. I don't know. Yeah, it was really hot like the other week and then now it's finally cooling down. So yeah. <laughs> but okay. still can't complain. <laughs>
0: yeah, no. <laughs> um, so we have listeners from all over the world and all different climates. So some are getting cooler like me and the days are getting shorter. Can you give us a little glimpse into your day-to-day routine as a fitness girls, athlete, cover girl, elite trainer, and bikini champ and designer?
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, just just like what you just (laughs) named off, there's a lot going on. So um, a lot of my day is currently emails and phone calls and meetings. Um, I'm actually in the process of building another business as well. So all this just takes a ton of time. Um, But of course, I definitely get in my workouts and I also make time to do like nutrition research and I do a lot of grocery shopping and cooking and stuff. So, um, yeah, my, my plate's definitely full, but (laughs) it's definitely fun and it's all part of my passion. So it's not, not that much work, if that makes sense.
0: Oh yeah. I totally feel you. So does every, um, does every morning look the same or do you go to the gym at a certain time every day or how does that look?
1: Yeah. Um, every day is pretty different. I usually start my day. I'm kind of, I'm actually not a morning person at all whatsoever. So I like to start my day just kind of more on the easy side. And like, I'll usually do emails and stuff for phone calls. And then, um, the later half of my day is usually when I get most of my energy. So, um, that's usually when I'll go to the gym is usually in the second part of the day. Okay. Yeah. And can you, um, can
0: you elaborate on your new business?
1: Um, it's actually so new. I'm not even sure I want to announce anything yet because absolutely nothing is for sure. It's just, I'm doing all the very preliminary stuff right now. So, um, but I will be announcing it very soon if, um, if everything's a go. So
0: <laughs> ah, cool. I'm I sorry, I can't tell you yet. <laughs> no, no worries. I love <laughs> new ventures and starting new businesses and totally. all that. So, um, so much fun. I can't wait to hear what it is. Um, what is your fitness philosophy? Do you have a set style of training when you enter the gym or a set style that you promote?
1: You know, so, um, I, I'm, I agree with doing activities that you love. So I, I really try and just make sure I'm doing workouts and activities that I'm really passionate about. And I love, I also love switching things up a lot too. So, um, I'm usually always integrating weights and resistance training because that's something that I'm very passionate about. Um, but like I said, each day is different for me or different for me. Sometimes I'll do hot yoga. Sometimes I'll go outside and go on a run or a walk. And then sometimes I'll do like CrossFit or, you know, really heavy weight lifting too. So, I, I really just try and keep it fresh for myself and I try not to get too stagnant in a certain routine. I really believe in, in training your body and your mind and, and, and trying out different things and, and just experimenting and, um, yeah, just not keeping it so routine all the time. So I really like to switch it up a lot. Awesome. So you were, you were just traveling quite a bit. Did you have like
0: access to a gym or was it all body weight and resistance or how, how was that when you were, when you were traveling?
1: Yeah. So, um, a lot of the gyms I did or a lot of the hotels that I did stand did have gyms. Um, some of them were like, you know, impressive and some were, were not, but that's, that's the fun part too, just making do with what you have and getting creative. So Um, it kind of—I think it's actually a cool thing because you're able to really just do something that's out of your comfort zone. Because if you go to the same gym every day doing the same routine, you know that just that can just get very boring and annoying Uh (laughs) after Uh a certain amount of time. So, um, I actually love being able to go to different places and just you know walking in there not having a clue and just making something awesome happen.
0: Awesome. And yeah. uh, so then your nutrition philosophy, is there a set style of um, a way of eating that you follow or is it just generally healthy or yeah, how so, does that look?
1: Right. When, when I first started competing um, a few years ago, I did count macros. Um, a lot of that was mainly so I can just kind of get familiar with, with portions and, and really kind of educate myself because I'm at a point now where I eat very intuitively. I don't count macros. The only sort of diet that I follow is just keeping it just very nutrient dense. And, um, I don't do gluten and I do dairy every once in a while. Um, yeah, I, I can't do gluten at all. So, uh, with that, that's like one thing, but, um, yeah, as far as dairy, I just noticed that causes more inflammation than, than, um, than I like. So, for I just sure. choose to remove things from my diet that I know that cause me issues, and this is where I feel my best is when I'm just keeping everything, every meal as nutrient dense as and as colorful as possible, mm-hmm. while also removing the items that I know that my body personally doesn't react well to. Because, because honestly, everyone's so different. You know, like a lot of people can preach that one diet is perfect for everybody, but the fact is that it's not. Everyone. In, Everyone reacts to everything so differently, so, and we're all so different and unique and personal. So, I think it's it's important to to respect that and to do that. So, for sure, um, I've tried a few diets like uh, paleo, and I've done ketogenic diets, and then I dabbled with a vegan diet for a little bit. And I've tried a few things just to experiment. Uh, cause I like doing that to myself, <laughs> but, um, right now I'm just focusing on just keeping my diet nutrient dense and, um, just fueling my body with whole natural foods. I don't really do processed foods. Um, right. I limit sugar a lot. So I notice that I have the more sugar I have, the more I want it. So I just try and avoid it <laughs> as much mm. as I can. Totally. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure we all know, but, um, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. I know all too well. Sugar is, well, it's like known to censor your brain as if you were taking cocaine, but I totally agree with that. Like it, it just plays with, with your moods and and everything.
1: And once you have it, then
0: it's like, you just want more.
1: Absolutely. Like even when I was just on vacation, I was gone for three weeks. So that's quite a long time. And so I was off diet and, you know, drinking alcohol a little more and eating foods that i that I, that I know my body doesn't react well to and a lot of sugar as well. And my, my sleep suffered. Um, it took me a while to get back on track afterwards. And I got sick when I came back just because my immune system was down from just, you know, pushing it too hard basically. And I mean, I, I totally believe sugar is, is not good at all. Everyone should, should eliminate as much of it as possible, especially the artificial stuff. But, Mm. um, yeah, I mean, you know, we, I, I have I always have a <laughs> dark chocolate bar in my house always. So, you know, I always have little treats that I know are, that are, it's good for my mind to have that. Cause it's, you know, we all yeah. like our things, but totally the and get rid of where it's, um, you know, too much sugar and too many like drinks or something. i just try and avoid that.
0: And so then with the, um, paleo ketogenic and the, uh, vegan, which one did you find the hardest?
1: Oh wow. Um I would say that probably the vegan diet actually was hardest um for me just because I personally felt like I was I, I was craving so much meat and I felt like there were certain things in the meat that my body just really really needed especially for the style of training that I do. Mm-hmm. Um so not that it was hard um it was just it was different in trying to figure out how to put everything together to make sure you're getting everything you need and also i noticed that a lot of vegan diets are actually really high in carbohydrate like right. a lot of their proteins um, it's very high in carbohydrate and that's actually another thing for me i, I love i love having a high fat diet and i noticed that when i have too many carbohydrates my my brain doesn't run as as good, or I feel a little bit more sluggish. So that was the hard part too, was finding l- like a lower carbohydrate vegan diet that has enough protein. Cause so many of the protein sources have a ton of, carbs. um, ton of carbs. And I noticed my body just doesn't run that well on it. So like I said, everyone's so different. And mm-hmm. I, I have tons of friends that thrive on vegan diets and stuff. And I'm not saying I wouldn't try it again. Um, cause I, I, I might try it again actually, but yeah, just at, at this time it, I noticed for me it was a little difficult.
0: Cool. Yeah, I've always wanted yeah. well, I've always thought it would be neat to try but then I was like, well no, there's just so many things like that you just don't yeah. even know in your daily diet that right. like have like even pills that you take and Right. Yeah. So exactly. um I commend you for trying it,
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I know I, I kind of just because I get a lot of questions all the time about diets and stuff and nutrition, and so I really like to kind of be my own guinea pig and try out everything. And if someone asks me an opinion, I really want to have um, I want to have an answer for them, you know, so I'm not saying that my experience is the experience everyone will have. I just like to have a say and kind of experience with um with the different types of diets. I kind of know what to, um, what to answer to when people ask me questions.
0: So is, um, are you primarily one-on-one or are you primarily, um, online business or uh, do you? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Everything is online at this point. Um, yeah, I mean, geez, even with just social media and Instagram, the amount of messages that I get, and I'm so thankful that people feel comfortable enough to message me or comment and and ask questions and and really value my advice. But yeah, a lot, all of it's online at this point.
0: Awesome. So, um, you are at the height of your fitness lifestyle and building your brand and leading the way for those that follow. Um, you have no sign of slowing down, only new things coming along. What are the key factors that have contributed to your success thus far?
1: Oh, geez. Um, I mean, I believe that all success comes from being consistent. Um, even if it seems like what you're doing is going slow at the time, you know, you you once you get to a certain point, you look back and realize how much you've accomplished. So, um, I just I just believe that what makes someone successful is just being persistent and consistent, and just mm-hmm. sticking with it. Because you know, you you won't accomplish anything if you just give up or if you just don't stick with it. So. Um, totally. I just believe in having goals and just, in having, having big dreams and really, really trying to push yourself as an individual to get to where you want to be. Cause that's only rewarding in the end because either you're successful or you learn. Mm. And, yeah. um, I think that's, I think that's, it's so valuable for people to learn, to learn that and, and apply that to their own life.
0: And so then along the way, has there been anything that you've had to overcome or anything that's stood in your way of living the life that you're leading right now?
1: Oh yeah. My, my own head. <laughs> huh, I, yeah. I went, I went through a time and I still do sometimes where I struggle with limiting beliefs and, you know, or where you feel so overwhelmed with so many things that are going on. So you just want to, you know, give up and, um, so, yeah, it's it's even just our own heads get in our way sometimes with these limiting beliefs. And once I gave up that mindset and gained the confidence in myself, that's when everything just started going up for me, too. So, I mean, sometimes people are like, oh, no, like, but what is it specifically? You know, like, is it something else? But sometimes it's your own self that you yeah. really get in your own way. And um Sometimes it's difficult to pinpoint that and, and figure out exactly what it is, but I think it's important to for people to take a good look at themselves and just really understand who they are as a person and how they can work with themselves to make them successful so is there something that
0: you do to practice mental fortitude or is there some like some type of
1: exercise that you that keeps you mentally strong? That's a great question um, you know I, I've had tendencies where you you have something that you're like okay yeah this could be an idea and then you start doing it and realize how much work it is and then I I've noticed I'll be like oh okay like I'll I'll just do that tomorrow or next week or I kind of push it off. Mm-hmm. I've trained myself to just be like no the time is now you get it done now and you will reap the rewards later. And so I I, I wouldn't say that I have a, a very specific um thing to do to, to like, to be successful in this arena, but it's just to, to really understand when you're going through a moment where you're about to give up and then choosing not to. That's,
0: yeah. Have have you always been like that? Like throughout school or in sports? Have you always had like a persistent attitude?
1: Um, I'll be honest. No, no, not really. Um, I just, I, I realize now how many amazing strong and and powerful people there are around me, and when you I, that's that's another thing too when you're surrounded with people that that motivate you and push you and want you to do better, and they're also killing it in their own business or their own life or their own mm. fitness and success, you know you can see what's possible because you mm. have that around you, and so that also I think is important is just having the the people around you and the support system around you that That keeps you accountable and keeps you motivated.
0: No, I wasn't.
1: Yeah, I wasn't. I really wasn't like this growing. I I thought of myself as very passive and um, you know kind of just tiptoed around things. And (laughs) I feel like once you kind of are starting to grow up and become your own woman and understand other aspects of life, you you kind of change a little. And um, I'm actually really thankful for it because then I know I can look back and be like, wow, I. I'm, I have such a better mindset and I'm such a stronger person mentally. Like I know this is, this could be about fitness and nutrition, but it's so much of this is mental too. It's so totally. Much, yeah. And yeah. so that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's what's really pushed me and helped me. And so then where
0: did you get your start into becoming the athlete, model, trainer and brand that you have become?
1: Yeah. So, um, a few years ago i originally started getting into fitness when i just i wanted a goal i really wanted something to keep me accountable so i decided to do a bikini competition and this was october 2013 or 14 mhm 2014 or 13 but anyways so yeah a few years ago um and that's how i originally got into fitness and started learning more about the body and muscles and you know the mechanics of it and nutrition Um, but I, I don't believe that that's the reason why I am where I am today. Um, I had my own health issues a few years back and I had to figure out my own health and my own body. And once I was forced to focus on my health, um, I learned so much and that's when I started sharing my journey on social media and getting exposure. So, um, the bikini competitions is where, is what sparked my interest for fitness. And then that, that, was my that was that journey and then having my own health health stuff that I was dealing with really inspired me to educate myself and once I realized how much I could heal myself with with food and nutrition and really taking care of your of your body and your mind I got so inspired to share that with people so and so yeah. what were the health issues that got you into your diet and nutrition? Yeah. So I had, I had a lot of gut issues. I actually had, um, a ton of infections. I had like seven terrible infections in one year and I had to keep, I I kept going on antibiotics and I had all these issues kind of just resurface. And so I was like, okay, if I'm having infections like every single month, this is crazy. Like where I need to go on antibiotics. So Mm. I decided to go see a doctor, um, specifically like a naturopathic doctor And we did some blood work and stuff, and I had forty food allergies. I had a congested liver. Um, I have like methylation issues, which is where like your body can't get rid of toxins properly. So, um, and that's all through your liver as well. So, I was basically this like walking toxic person. I had a mercury mercury toxicity as well that took me two years to get out of my body too after I found out. So. Yeah, and that's just like half of it. <laughs> I found out so many things, and it was so overwhelming. So, do you? Um,
0: so, did, were they just dormant until like a certain period of time, or had you always dealt with them?
1: Um, I think that when you have something practically your whole life, you kind of just think that's the norm, and you don't really know how sick you are until someone really sits down with you and be like, "Wait, look, like." your, your insides, your gut is completely inflamed. You know, you're not, you're not, your liver's not working properly. Um, there's, there's other issues. So I, I didn't realize how many things I had going on until I actually saw someone that, that really understood that stuff and, and, and told me and showed me. And then I was like, wow, all this makes sense. And then once I took control of my health and did, you know, the recommended or the uh, recommendations that she told me to do and changing my lifestyle that's when i really noticed an improvement in my health and i was like wow i had no idea i could feel this great hmm. i had no idea my body could feel this this strong this healthy this vibrant uh, and it showed it it showed through my skin through through my my mental thought process like i could think better because with mercury toxicity you can't it you can't think that well And I've always had problems with like cognition and like memory and everything. So, um, and I had no idea. I just thought I was like a slow learner (laughs) or, you know, something like that. So once I realized that all this stuff was something that I could take control of and, and, uh, you know, take action on, I was like, wow, this I'm, I'm actually optimistic about this because now it's only up from here. Mm. It's only, it's, I can only get better. So this is just incredible. I was so excited. (laughs) So is there one specific
0: thing that you, that you changed that you think is like maybe a really, really important factor that if other people are feeling this way, that, that one change that they could make
1: towards feeling better? Yeah, that's a great question. And, um, I would say, so I'm not saying this would work for everybody. Um, but I don't think it would hurt anybody, but for a whole year, I didn't have a drop of sugar <laughs> and I didn't have a drop of alcohol. So, um, mm. for a whole entire year, I went completely no drinking, very, very strict diet, no sugar. Cause my body, uh, I knew sugar was an issue for me. Um, and I knew sugar was a huge factor in causing inflammation in my issues. So once I cut both of those out for a whole year, um, I noticed a, a huge increase in, in my health. um, And, you know, I'm, I'm much, as far as right now, I'm, I'm much better now. I still, I, you know, I will go out and have a drink every, like, you know, once a week or once every two weeks or something. And like I said, I have like my chocolate bar, (laughs) it's in the kitchen, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but um, yeah, I mean, I would say that there are toxins that we expose ourselves to that, that really hinder our health and that can even be, you know, water that's not properly um, filtered or Mm -hmm. food Food that's just not what our bodies should be digesting, like the processed food that's mm-hmm. artificial with all the artificial crap in it. Like that's not what that's not what promotes life. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I realized. So I I did a huge huge diet changeover, and um, because mainly because I was forced to, because I was like, wow, this is you know, if I can't get rid of these toxins, then my body is just going to get worse and worse, and then who knows where I'll be. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, that's when I took took a lot of control over it. But yeah, the the drinking and the sugar um, for for that time period, I knew I needed to remove it. So I think that's what initially got me started. And then you know, changing my diet to like more organic and like non GMO, non processed. That I think that's what really helped. And drinking a lot of water too, making right. sure you are sweating, and you know, removing as much crap from inside of your body.
0: I think that was key. And so you still kept like fruits and, uh, that like natural sugar in, or was fruit taken out um, too?
1: Yeah. So I actually, I actually did remove fruit as well for about like two months. Um, and that was something that my doctor told me to do because I also had a candida overgrowth, which is basically right. like a yeast overgrowth in your gut. Mm-hmm. And you actually can't get rid of candida until you, cause it actually hides in the mercury. So I had to wait two years to chelate the mercury out of my system before I could attack the candida issue. Huh. So um yeah, I had to I was doing like this chelation therapy to get rid of the mercury toxicity and then um yeah, and then and then with like the 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 candida issue I had, um, uh, yeah, all of that and all that feeds on sugar. And unfortunately it it, it feeds on sugar from sugarcane or from, you know, carbs <laughs> or from fruit it feeds on any, any sugar or any carbohydrate that turns into sugar in the body. So, um, I did have a period where I had to remove that from my, from my diet, but yeah, yeah, so it was, so I'm about 140 pounds now. I got down to 115 pounds and I'm five eight. Um, so I got extremely, extremely thin and that's when I was like, okay, I just, I just have to eat nutrient dense food and keep myself you know, I just need to keep weight on because <laughs> uh-huh. I can't go up the stairs without feeling like I'm going to fall over and faint. So, um, I I just was like, you know what, I need to add some some more into my diet. I just need to take this slower. And so, yeah, I got my weight up to be more stable and um, was able to get rid of the mercury completely and the candida issue. I still I still like. I think I think pe- people all people actually have candida in their system. It's just like when it's an overgrowth of it, that's when it's a problem. Mm-hmm. So, um for me right now, I just I have it at a good point, but I know it can act up again if I if I drink too much or if I eat too much sugar or you know refined carbohydrate. Uh so yeah, that's totally my husband mm-hmm. has candida, so he's had to oh, manage wow. his
0: sugars quite right. a bit and um yeah, even after having surgery for for the growths, it, they came back. So it's been a diet overhaul
1: for him. Um, oh wow! Yeah, so I I feel the pain. <laughs> yeah, totally. It's not fun, and it's it's definitely it's definitely a journey. But you know, with with all that said, I'm thankful for it because now I, I if I didn't know. I I would still be unhealthy and basically a sick individual, but now I'm so healthy and I feel so amazing inside and that it's like wow! It's so I just want to I want to do more health stuff because it's like this this it's like a high of being healthy. It's crazy. Totally, and I and like you said before that you didn't realize how good
0: you can feel. It's I've thought that before and said that before that like so many people just live with sickness that they just really will never feel what healthy feels like, which is so sad, but absolutely. um, It's so true. So are most of the people that you deal with, are they lifestyle or are a lot of them dealing with, um, infections and inflammation themselves?
1: Um, most of it is just lifestyle. Um, a lot of, so a lot of the issues that I've had, I'm very familiar with them because I've done so much research on my own, but I don't feel too comfortable, you know, giving too much like supplement advice or extreme extreme diet changes like removing all, you know, fruits and carbs, you know, that's not something that I recommend people doing. So, a lot of the stuff that I help people with is just lifestyle and fitness and basic nutrition um which is basically on the path that I am on right now personally. So, I'm I'm right back where where everyone should be. Mhm. Yeah. Um, so are there a few tips and tricks that you follow to successfully
0: prepare yourself for a photo shoot like uh diet tip or trick or yeah. hydration or skin or whatever?
1: Yeah. So, um, I stay pretty close to shoot ready all year round. Um, so I would say I'm mostly, mostly prepared, but, um, you know, we all go through like ups and downs and stuff, but usually like when I'm preparing for one, I'll I usually always get a tan cause it always makes everything look like, better. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and then, um, I'll usually, um, decrease my water intake probably just like the day of, like, I mm-hmm. just, you know, I won't like completely dehydrate myself, but I'll just not like pound a gallon of water before. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, up until the shoot, I'll do like maybe a few extra high intensity training sessions before. If I just want to get like a little bit leaner, um, but yeah, it's I I try and make make sure it's not like the most stressful thing cuz especially with like competing it's very stressful on the body. So when it comes to photo shoots too, um sure there's like a certain look that I guess we're going for, but um I I try and just be at a very healthy level. And so,
0: uh do you still currently compete or will you compete in the future?
1: Um my last competition was um two years ago and that was actually my last one I decided not to compete again Mm -hmm. um but I actually won the overall of that show which is totally like obviously unexpected so I went out with a bang and I'm really happy with that and I knew that was actually my last show so um, really was
0: there like a specific reason why or it just was like that was no longer the platform for you
1: um I just I knew my heart wasn't in it as much as other people that I knew that were competing and um. I'll be honest. I, 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 I stepped on that stage, um, very relaxed, but very in the relaxed in the sense that I just didn't care that much. And, you know, I went out to sushi like three nights in a row before, <laughs> before I stepped on stage <laughs> and I, you know, I just, my mind wasn't in it and I didn't really care mm-hmm. enough as some other people might have. So I'll, I'll be very honest. I felt guilty actually doing so well in that show because other people wanted that really bad. And I, and I, I didn't. Um, so I just, I just knew that my focus has been on more nutrition and, and everyday living instead of competing. And that's where I've just continued to dedicate my, my life to. So, um, yeah, yeah, that that's basically it. Love it. You, mm-hmm
0: you realized it, you did well. I wouldn't say feel mm-hmm. guilty because like some people just have it. Right. And some people try really hard and they don't have it, but
1: right. Um, and I even, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so uh, you kind of talked a little bit about the projects that you have going on right now, but what yeah. are you excited about right now? And uh, what does your brand look like in the coming months, in the coming years?
1: Uh, Yeah. So, um, right now my focus, um, is just to keep building my audience and share a healthy lifestyle with the new people that follow me and look up to me. That's, that's what really makes me excited. And that's where I feel really fulfilled is when I know I can share information and help people. So, um, that's, that's really like, that's what I'm excited about is, is doing that. Um, you know, I feel like I can give back by using the knowledge that I've learned over the years and help someone else out on their own journey. I've had a lot of people actually reach out to me about gut, gut issues or candida or even mercury toxicity and, you know, you know, detoxification of the body. And, um, it's so untraditional to talk about that stuff, especially in a, in a bodybuilding focused, um.
0: But environment you know, like, such
1: as Instagram, yeah, yeah, like, but nobody
0: can speak to it unless they've experienced it. So exactly, like,
1: or I, unless they're like a doctor, you know, who understands that. But and of course, sure. I'm not a doctor, but I've I've experienced that, and it's it's amazing that even even specific issues just like that, I can still give advice and you know and help somebody make some lifestyle changes to help them with that issue. So that's what really what really excites me is because since I had my own issues and I've been able to heal myself, I, I want to share that with other people.
0: And so then that is mostly on social media and then your website as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. A lot of my social, gosh, social, social media is so overwhelming these days. I feel like just having one platform is like crazy. I know (laughs) It it gets crazy. So yeah, Instagram is definitely like my number one. Do you do Facebook? I do have a Facebook. Yes. But a lot of my, um, a lot of my posts, I usually just focus on Instagram and I'll post uh, on, on things on Facebook every once in a while. But yeah, I would say Instagram is my most um, my most used platform. Yeah.
0: Um, and so then what is a must-have trait that you look for in a partner?
1: Oh man, um, <laughs> they need to be healthy. Um, mm-hmm. If they don't take care of their body or their insides, that's that's probably a deal breaker for me. And it's not like they have to be ripped or like, you know, 300 pounds of muscle. That's not it. It's just, I, I respect anyone who respects themselves and mm-hmm. that, and they want the best, the best for their health. So, um, I would say that, you know, just, just least try and be healthy. <laughs> At least try your hardest and work it into our busy lifestyle. Cause that's, it's so important. It really is.
0: Yeah. Um, your must have beauty product.
1: Must have beauty product. Um, I'd say this is probably really hippie of me to say, but I, I think coconut oil because oh, yay,
0: yes! like,
1: <laughs> honestly, I know, it's so, I know it's so funny, but you know, you can use it as lotion. Um, you can even brush your teeth with it. You can put it in your hair as a moisturizer,
0: mm. like
1: you can cook with it. There's so many uses and it's, it's, it's you know it's just all around I think a great product and it's not necessarily a beauty product but it can be <laughs> I think oh it's my, amazing. Gosh.
0: my girlfriend's are like you should seriously be, co- be sponsored by coconut oil
1: because <laughs> like <laughs> do you do coconut oil pulling yeah yeah I do that awesome yeah that's <laughs> so cool no it's I mean it's great like it's it's great for so many things I like, I totally get it <laughs> um, and your must have workout gear um. I love the bands, like the booty bands or like the bands you can travel with mostly because just like that, you can take them anywhere and travel with them and it's, they're lightweight and just easy to, you know, throw in anywhere. So, um, I would say those cause they're just easy. Yeah. Perfect. And your favorite mm-hmm. app? Um, I don't use many apps, but I feel that everyone should have my fitness pal handy. I feel like everyone in the fitness industry has or has used my fitness pal to like just help track nutrition and make sure you're on top of it with your goals and stuff. Um, but yeah, I would say that one, I I would say that's probably the most popular one. Yeah. Um, what's in your gym bag? Um, tons of water, um, headphones, I would say a jump rope Mm -hmm. and lifting gloves. Oh yeah. Any specific kind of lifting glove? Um, no, I'm trying to protect my hands, <laughs> like my calluses, but you know, I think I'm just going to give in because I've already ruined so many pairs of gloves by just beating them up and using them so often. I think I might just give up, but yeah, I try and keep a few in there just to like attempt to protect my hands, but you know, just, I think I'm just going to give in. <laughs>
0: yeah. Just pack your coconut oil. and <laughs> Exactly. Exactly.
1: <laughs> um,
0: bucket list adventure or travel destination that you haven't been to?
1: Oh man. Yeah. So uh, I travel all the time. I love traveling. I love finding new places and I think my next destination probably within the next few months here is probably going to be Thailand and Bali. <gasps> nice. Um, yeah, I'm, I really want to, I really want to go there. I've, Oh, I just, I can't wait. So, uh, um, yeah, the goal is within the next few months here, I think. Wicked. And how long will you go for? Um, probably a few weeks. Um, maybe like two. I don't know. I feel like, cause when I was just in Europe for three weeks, I feel like that was a long time and there's comes a well, I, I I feel like I could do it forever, but there comes a time you're like, all right, I'm ready for like my own bed and my back to like my real food (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) that, but, um, yeah, probably just two weeks, maybe longer if, if, if it feels like it, but we'll see.
0: Oh my gosh. So jealous. Uh Um, yeah. So you're currently on the cover of Fitness Girls. How did you find out you were going to be um, on the cover?
1: Oh, wow. So um, I won the physique of the year. um, I think it was like last year or something. And then um, we were all invited to go to Medellin, Colombia. And um, it was an incredible experience. And then that's where I found out that we were basically shooting for the covers and yeah, I mean, super exciting and such an amazing trip too. And such just an awesome experience overall. So cool. How did you celebrate? Um, <laughs> probably, probably just a glass of wine and <laughs> a few chocolate bars at home and I'll be just, fine. so yeah, that's, I know. I still actually need to get a copy eventually. So I'm kind of behind, <laughs> especially yeah. since we've been traveling, because I found out actually when we were in Europe. So, oh, nice. Um, yeah. For sure. Yeah, so it was super great exciting. wine and
0: great chocolate.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Very happy.
0: <laughs> awesome. Mm-hmm. So, is there any last notes that you would like to add? And then the best way that we can all get a hold of you?
1: Um. Sure. So, the last, um, yeah, I mean, as far as getting a hold of me, Instagram and Facebook is probably the best. Um, I have my email link in, in my Instagram profile. So if anyone has any questions about what we've talked about or you know, if they need advice or if any of this resonates with anyone and they just need a little extra help, I would have no problem helping um, my, my, um, my emails and in my Instagram file. So that's probably the easiest way to get a hold of me.
0: Perfect. Yeah. And we will link it in on the, on the show notes too.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Thanks, Jenna, for talking with us. Of course, Holly. Thank you. you.
0: Have a beautiful day. You too. See you. Okay.